And we're back. You're listening to Traditions on WFUFM and bluesandrootsradio.com. And uh, in this hour, well, we have some very special guests that are with us. Uh, they have a brand new CD out called Invisible Force. And uh, they are uh, known as The Whispering Tree. And they consist of uh, Eleanor Kleiner and uh, uh, Ellie Brandberg. I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'll get up. By the end of the show, I'll have it down correctly. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, the two of you. I'm so happy to have you here. I, I've enjoyed your music. This is your your third CD, am I, am, I mis- am I not mistaken? This is our third official CD. We had another one. Uh, our first CD, CD was kind of an unofficial release, so uh-huh. it's really our fourth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 we're going to play some cuts from it, uh, but uh, you know, you're, you're here in the studio. You've got your keyboard set up, your oh, yeah. guitars. Yeah. Would you Would you mind starting us off with the song? We'd sure. love to. Yeah, uh, let's do these houses. <laughs> Houses, they haunt 
houses they haunt me broken windows empty halls peeling paint the crumbling walls these houses Broken windows, empty halls, peeling paint, the crumbling walls. These houses, they haunt me. Really nice. Oh, wow. That's a great song. That's the song that kicks off your your new CD, and uh, it's just a brilliant recording. The the album's called The Whispering Tree. But live in our studio today, The Whispering Tree is here, Eleanor Kleiner and uh, Ellie Brangborg. Wow. Um, I, I'm working on it. Getting better. Getting <laughs> better. <laughs> by the end of the show, I'm perfect. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm just so happy you guys could come down here today. Now, you're, you're, so you're, you're both up in uh, the Beacon area, right? Yeah, we're in Beacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you, let's go back to the beginning. Where did you guys meet? How did this group, The Whispering Tree, come to be? Well, we were both studying music in London. Um, this was like 2005. And uh, we were in all the same classes. And uh, we first began just a romantic relationship and then realized that, um, well, hey, I could <laughs> recruit him to my uh, to, to play songs with me. <laughs> and here we are, um, 11, 12 years later. Wow. Now, you both had a, you were obviously going to school for music. Yeah. What was your backgrounds prior to that? Or were you, were you involved in other groups uh, before this came to be or other projects? Um, oh, do you want to? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um, I was, yeah. When I, um, so I've been playing bands since I was like a kid. And mm-hmm. then I moved to London uh, for business reasons. And, and I was working there and I got really, really fed up with my work and I quit and joined music school. And, Pretty much immediately, I was like in three different bands and you know, <laughs> and gigging around. And I was a bass player at the time, and there were only like three or four bass players for the whole school, so right. everybody needed me. And that you was were a hot that commodity. was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I can tell you by your accent, you're probably not from Brooklyn. You're probably from uh, from France, am I mistaken? I'm from France. France. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what, yeah. what part? Um, I'm from the northeast, a town called Troyes, uh-huh. which is a lovely old town with lots of really really old houses, like uh-huh. 500, 600, uh-huh. 600 years old. And Elmer, what was your background? Um, I was a singer-songwriter. I had just started playing out in New York City um, when I went when I decided to to move to London. Um, and prior to that, I had I had grown up studying classical singing. Um, so I, I spent a year at a conservatory in the city. And uh, I mean, I, I did, it wasn't for me. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to be writing my own music and and doing the singer-songwriter thing. Right. What 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 brought you to London? I mean, why did well, my, both of my parents are English, so it was oh. it was easy for me to go over there. I had family I could stay with, and right. um, university was actually cheaper, mm-hmm. a lot cheaper. So <laughs> <laughs> it made sense that way. Well, it, it, it all worked out. Obviously, you, you, you developed a, this this group, and the, mm-hmm. and and the style of music you play. I mean, it's it's contemporary folk. I don't know what you would call it. I hate putting labels on I things, know. but how, how did you develop it? I mean, what, what, how did you gravitate to this sound? Was it something that each of you? brought into the duo definitely yeah yeah i think that's that's very interesting i think eleanor has a very strong like um singer songwriter tradition you know writing you know and 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 i come from more like um like maybe a rock background you mm-hmm. know and and 
And so I think when we ride together, you get like the b both of these worlds kind of like uh, colliding and things mm. are happening. And when we started out, we were playing exclusively with a full band with drums yeah. and bass and electric guitar. Um, and then slowly realized that it was a lot easier to tour with two people. And so from there, like our songwriting just became more stripped down naturally and more acoustic based. Um, but it started from that place of like, this is a rock band. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, ultimately, I think it's the lyrics and the setting that you guys put. That's what makes a great song. And I think that's what comes from the, the folk community. I mean, we're so yeah. open to many different things. And I think your music fits, fits right in there. Um, the song that you started with, mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah. So uh, we, we moved up to Beacon, New York about six years ago. Before that, we were in the city. And... Um, there's a lot of abandoned places up in mm. the Hudson Valley, like beautiful old buildings that have just been left to fall into disrepair, a lot of old factories. And it, there's something really haunting and beautiful about these places. And we found ourselves just drawn to them. We would we would explore them and take photographs. And I, I explored this old school, which is, which is like right around the corner from my house. And it's just this beautiful building, like impeccable inside, like no vandals have gotten in there and started spray painting yet. Um, and I, I came home at night I, and I was just like, I couldn't fall asleep because I was just, it was haunting me. I was imagining it like at night with all the animals running through mm -hmm. it. And I, it, it was really like I was being haunted by a place and, and the, the chorus popped into my head. It's a lovely one, lovely song. Thank you. Um, I'd like to play a cut from the CD. Uh, I think what we're going to play now is this, uh, is the next cut, Heavy. Yeah. Uh, you want to introduce that one? Sure. Heavy is kind of a folk rock track, and it was it's really about anxiety and depression, but when we, when we were arranging it, we wanted it to be kind of... We didn't want it to feel heavy. We wanted it to be kind of playful, um, and so I, I hope that came across. <laughs> Once we were
That's heavy. That's a great new song from the group Whispering Tree. The Whispering Tree is with us in our studio today. Eleanor Kleiner and uh, Ellie Brangborg. And I'm getting closer. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Oops, hold on a second. I think I, there is your mic. I lost your mic. There we go. <laughs> Most people call him Eddie when they first hear his name or Eli. So you're doing, you're ahead of the pack. Okay. <laughs> I'll get in there. I'll get in there. <laughs> I have a tough time with my own name. So it's, you know. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, this, this is just a, a lovely CD. It's called Invisible Forces. And it was just released this past month, right? Yes, yeah. Now, this was your first album in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the process? Writing songs? I mean, obviously, the, there's cost involved when you, when oh, you create God. a CD. But uh, yeah. is there any other reasons why it took five years between albums? Or? Well, I think we were really kind of um, disenchanted after the last release. Uh, we were still primarily based in the city at that time. And I think six people came to our release show yeah. and two of them were my parents and it, it was just kind of heartbreaking because you pour so much time yeah. and energy into something and uh, so we, we took a break of sorts I mean we would we would pick up a show here and there when someone offered it to us but we really kind of we were reconsidering whether we wanted to do this at all mm. um, and I don't know I don't even know what happened to to make us like recommit to it but we slowly we just started writing again uh we started playing more we we started touring in europe and we got some really great feedback over there and we had this new batch of songs and i could not imagine not sharing them yeah basically oh i'm glad i'm glad you made that decision i mean (laughs) yeah you have a lovely voice lovely instrumentation um great songs um you know it's it's a difficult field to be in especially in this this uh, contemporary folk True. whatever they call it yeah. but uh you know it's perseverance and word of mouth and uh, i think you guys are are starting to be known so uh i'm wishing a lot of luck with this one Thank you. uh it's 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 a wonderful one now uh the recording process this was your newest one what did you do different on this one now, you mentioned earlier you had a full band but when you're in a studio you have a lot of different things to play with um Mm-hmm. Anything different that you did this particular Oh yes. So when we were in the city before, for the we had musicians we used to play to to play with uh, for shows. So those were the same musicians that would record with us. So they would know the songs, you know, and and we'd rehearse with them many times. But for this city, uh, since we moved away from the city, we didn't really have any um, band, you know, mm-hmm. that we were used to playing with. So we we kind of like went through auditions of sort to find like a couple of people that would we, wa- we would want to record with and um, we had made demos of pretty much every single song with like the parts that we wanted so we just told those musicians hey this is kind of like what we want you to play you know for the drums and, and things we like that we directed it a lot more yeah. yeah it was pretty flushed out before we yeah. got into the studio it's, it's uncanny actually I, I listened to some of our demos recently and some of them sound so much like the album you know <laughs> I was really surprised wow. Wow. and um, and then as opposed to previous albums a lot of the work we did was at home we were able to record all the vocals all the guitars all the bass at home so we were able to take our time, you know, and really record what we wanted to hear, take the time to get the right sound, the right parts, and... and It was very different, yeah. yeah. I mean, usually you've got, you know, two days, and yeah. you've got to get it right in those two days because yeah. you're spending all this money, and yeah. this time we could, you know, work until three in the morning. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and if on one day you don't have an inspiration for the song, you know, you can say, oh, I'm going to revisit it tomorrow, you sure. know, and... 
that's one of the beauties of this you know i guess current technology you can do that nowadays yes. you know I, I i always wonder how many people have we lost because they weren't able to afford cds or recording in the past but now being able to do this we're getting such wonderful music so yeah it's made us re reconsider everything even the idea of putting out you know waiting three years to put out a whole new cd instead of just like hey we can just record this song at home and put it out exactly yeah, yeah. i i write a column for sing out magazine's website and i just wrote an article oh, about really? that yeah exactly awesome. the last last week it came out because uh, uh you know, there are so many wonderful songs. I've, I've been attending some folk festivals this year and i hear great songs Oh, I'm not recording it yet. I'll have to wait till I get into a studio. And it, you know, it's it's a current event sometimes. It, it, get right. it out there. Yes. So, yep. and that's you know, really to be honest. A lot of DJs when they play a recording, they'll play maybe two or three cuts that they they're their favorites, and the rest of them. I know. You know it's, yeah. It's hard to get on the air. So. And I do think people don't have the same attention span anymore, and so a lot of tracks on an album do get lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's also limited time. You know, oh, I, yeah. I'm only three hours a week. Yeah, how much can you play? Yep, yep. But uh, your fans, you're, you're, they're the ones that deserve a full CD and yeah. uh, get good treatment. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you, uh, can we have another live song? Would you mind sharing another one yes. with us? Yes, let's do Fat Cat. So this song was actually um, written after I joined this Fearless Songwriting Challenge on oh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of it? I have. Um, a few other artists, uh, Caroline Solabello, I believe, was part of that oh, one. Oh, cool, yeah. And a few others. They and that, that's really good, good practice. It is, yeah. yeah. So I wrote this in 24 hours. <laughs> That's what they call you, the hateful masses who don't understand you with their sweaty hands outstretched towards you. You don't owe them anything at all. It's survival of the fittest, and you are the king. That's the way it is, how it's always been. You didn't make the game, but you're gonna play it, and you're gonna win. But how do you sleep? How do you sleep in your tower on your satin sheet? Sweet, sweet and deep. Well, there are documents and lawyers to separate you from the things that go on down there. Somewhere beneath you, so far away, it could never you. You're safe here, your hands are clean. Yeah, the law's on your side. When you own the lawmakers, you paid good money for movers and shakers, friends in high places to get it done. It's just commerce, it can't be wrong. But how do you sleep? How do you sleep in your tower on your satin sheet? Sweet, sweet and deep, oh sweet and deep, oh. Yeah, you're a fat cat, 
That's what they call you, but deep down you know they really adore you. People toast your name, they pull out your chair, they know what you've done, but they don't care. Yeah, you're well loved, oh, and respected, well spoken, well connected with your shiny cars, your suit and tie. But if I met you in the jungle, you'd eat me alive and how do you sleep how do you sleep in your tower on your satin sheet sweet sweet and deep oh how do you sleep how do you sleep in your tower on your satin sheets sweet the mess that you made high above the mess that you made high above the mess that you made so high above the mess that you made oh nice Really nice. That, that's one of the, the singles, the first singles from the, the yes, CD, I understand. Yes, yes. Oh, it's a wonderful one. The song for our times, too, Fat Cat. It is, unfortunately. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> how, how did that one come to be? I mean, just guess pick up a newspaper and <laughs> you can think yeah. of it. Well, you know, I had this 24 hours. I needed yeah. to get it done. And uh, the prompt that day was insomnia. Oh. So I don't know how in my head that became... Uh, fat cat but this was even before the 2016 election oddly even though it references the tower and it feels so like spot on about yeah. trump <laughs> but it's it was before all that madness um started <laughs> um and so now i kind of sing the third verse uh sarcastically because it's you're well loved uh and respected well spoken so I didn't mean it sarcastically, but now I do. I sing it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what songs are. They, they have a, their own life, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> well, joining us in the studio today are The Whispering Tree, Eleanor Kleiner and uh, Ellie Brangborg. We are, uh, <laughs> we are talking and, and hearing some great music from their CD, The Whispering Tree. Um, I'd like to play another cut, or actually it's two cuts that kind of go into each other. The, the last two, Little Sailor and Bells. Um, What's the uh, what's the history of this song? Songs. Well, <laughs> Little Sailor, it came out like in one kind of um, stream of consciousness writing session I was doing on the couch, and it it just came out fully formed, and I knew right away like oh this is its own little acapella poem of sorts like I'm just gonna leave this alone it's done, <laughs> um, and bells was was more of a process we it's it started in a. Uh, Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> it it morphed and changed and grew, and uh, <laughs> this is the final iteration. Little sailor in a big sea, where are you going and where have you been? Is it lonely out there with the waves and the sky? Do you long for somebody to talk to at night? Out with the darkness above and below With no one to save you and nowhere to go 
As you float on the border Between air and water Are you just happy to be Sailing in this great big sea
again, that's a song called Bells from the Whispering Tree, a song that, that kind of closes out the, uh, the recording. Um, and, Eleanor, I understand this was uh, inspired by your, the area that you're living in, in Beacon, New York, and all the history and all the, yeah. the countryside. I could see those images going through, yep. as, uh, mm-hmm. through that beautiful the valley song. valley and the mountains, yeah. Uh-huh. We just uh, randomly showed up down at the Sloop Club one Friday, uh, they do. They have a song circle every first Friday, so we would just. It, and it's really like the most unique thing I've ever experienced. It's so it's the best of what this country is. People of like all backgrounds and all skill levels just sitting in a circle and sharing songs. And Pete Seeker would show up just like a regular guy, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sing songs with everybody. It was really really magical. Now, now, some of our audience may recognize your voices because uh, you both were on uh, the album that Pete recorded with Lori Wyatt, and the title of the CD is suddenly escaping me. A More Perfect Union. A More Perfect yep. Union. Okay. <laughs> that was quite an experience. Uh, you got to know Pete a bit, I assume, too. I mean, we didn't really, unfortunately. We we oh. would see him in passing, and that was about it. Uh, but the but his producer, David Burns, you know, oh, asked sure. us at one of the Sloop Club sing-alongs if we'd want to record some vocals on his album, and we were like, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so oh, it, it was great. So we went over to uh, Jeff Haynes's house and, and recorded with a whole other bunch of singers. And Right. Oh, that's nice. I didn't realize you guys, know. of course you know David. Everybody knows that David and Beacon, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody. Yeah. He's, he's a terrific, uh, terrific <laughs> Absolutely, guy. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, I, I met him years ago, part of work of the Weavers, and uh, mm-hmm. just saw him a few months ago where there's a, a statue of Pete Seeger that was unveiled here in Teaneck at oh, a wow. place called the Puffin Foundation. Foundation. and david was there to uh, at the unveiling to perform and uh yeah what, what a great guy and what a great producer grammy award-winning producer for yes. some of his work yes yeah. and his son jacob burns is yeah. also an incredible songwriter and they play together and their harmonies are um, beautiful yeah, yeah. there's suddenly uh, i guess it's being termed the hudson valley school of songwriting mm-hmm. because there's so many wonderful artists uh, like yourselves that live in the hudson valley um what is it about the area? I mean, what, what attracted you to Beacon when you, when, you, when you both moved there from Brooklyn? We were actually, we weren't in Brooklyn. We were in Queens oh, okay. and um, Manhattan. But yeah, we, we got tired of all the concrete. And uh, we ne- we're nature lovers. Yeah. We needed some space to breathe and trees and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking for a nicer place, you know, right. and a little more affordable in the city. And, and we just kind of like looked at the a few cities along the Hudson, you know, and went to Beacon, and it looked like a perfect little place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you've met a wonderful community there, too. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> well, the Whispering Tree is with us in the studio today, and I, I wonder if I could ask for another song. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Let's do Garden. I call this one a post-apocalyptic environmental ballad. <laughs> Rien ne pousse dans ce jardin, rien ne pousse plus maintenant. Rien ne pousse dans ce jardin, les oiseaux se sont envolés. I had a dream, and there were fires burning over a scorched earth. Black smoke was pouring in the head that fed. Poured forth unending bounty has turned away 
turned and left us wanting and nothing's growing in the garden nothing's growing there today nothing's growing in the garden all the birds have flown sticky and the green green earth poured forth impossible riches now we stand on parched land now we stand forsaken and nothing's growing in the garden nothing's growing there today nothing's growing in the garden all the birds have flown away and seething the world was fat and full filled to overflowing and nothing's growing in the garden nothing's growing there today nothing's growing in the garden all the birds have flown away ce jardin, rien ne pousse plus maintenant, rien ne pousse dans ce jardin, les oiseaux se sont envolés. Wow, that's a powerful song. Thank you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> hey, uh, the, the whole album in um, uh, the Whispering Tree is with us today, by the way. Uh, the, the album is called Invisible Forces. And, uh, you know, there's so much imagery going through the, the recording. The songs are about happy places like Beacon, New York. Um, and then juxtaposed with songs like that. Mm -hmm. um, was there a theme in mind when you were creating these songs, putting them all together for this collection? There really wasn't. Just whatever happened to fall within that, you know, five-year period mm -hmm. got scooped up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, just an emotional uh, journey <laughs> going, going through this album, and uh, I just really loved it. Um, again, with us in the studio today are Eleanor Kleiner and uh, Ellie Brangbor, who are uh, the duo Whispering Tree, The Whispering Tree, I'll have mm -hmm. to get that right. Uh, the new CD is called Invisible forces and, and you're doing some some shows around this too where, where yes. are you guys gonna be playing we're gonna be um saturday september 8th that's next saturday we're at fanwood performance series in fanwood new jersey with mike agronoff mm -hmm. so that should be a fun show um then the next saturday we're at the 1867 sanctuary in ewing new jersey no, i'm not familiar with it's that this one. beautiful um historic church that has been lovingly preserved and turned into a venue now but it's uh -huh. still like it's a church it, 
there's pews and everything um a great acoustics it's wonderful it's a beautiful place yeah. yeah and then um october 12th we're doing a philly release show um hosted by the philadelphia folk song society well lovely yeah so so what, what are your plans now you've got the cd out you've got a couple of shows where, where do you guys look like you're going from here We've got another. We got a tour coming up in January down to Florida. We're going to be going along the East Coast, um, and then we'll be back in Europe in uh, 2019. Also, so we're we're we have songs right now that are ready to go, and we're thinking about just recording them and releasing yeah. them as singles mm-hmm. instead of, as opposed to just waiting, uh, as we said earlier. So we've got a lot of new material ready to go i know it's like we're supposed to be here like promoting this last album (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the problem with recording albums you know you you spend so much time by the time you do it you're already on to the next thing it's so true yeah yeah well you the two of you are making such wonderful music and uh, such beautiful harmonies beautiful instrumentals great lyrics um the whole package. <laughs> uh, I, I wish you well with this, and we're, we're going to you know, say goodbye now, but I, I do want to play one more uh, song from this, uh, a song called California. Where, have you spent time in California? What is the uh... not so much, but California is more of a concept, you uh-huh. know, to me than a place. Is like that's this, really all it is. It's actually. like the promised land, you know. Where, yeah, it doesn't even exist. <laughs> nah, not really, not really. <laughs> where you know, if you went there, life would just be easy, and you know, it's always sunny. Everybody's always happy. Yeah, yeah. it's never I hate winter. The mic. It's never <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's that's wonderful. I, I, again, I want to thank you both for coming down and spending some time with us today, and. Uh, Thank you for having us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. It's really an honor to be here. You're a staple of the folk music oh, oh. scene, so it's well, an honor. Oh, thank you. And uh, it's, thanks to guys like you that uh, keep me going and having such wonderful music to share uh, makes it all worthwhile. The Whispering Tree. Oh, what's your website? Oh, yes. TheWhisperingTree.com. And, you know, find us on Instagram and Facebook and keep in touch at The Whispering Tree. Okay. Well, thanks you both for coming here today. Eleanor Kleiner and Ellie Brangbor. And uh, I'm I'm getting there. (laughs) I told you by the end of the show. Uh, The Whispering Tree. Again, the new CD is called Invisible Forces. And uh, we're going to go out now with the song California. But there's more music coming up on Traditions, including a new David Roth CD. So stick around.
Maybe I should move to California Maybe there's a new life waiting for me Over on the other side of this wild California. Uh, it's a great new song from The Whispering Tree. Their new CD is called Invisible Forces. And again, my thanks to both Eleanor Kleiner and uh, Ellie Brangbor for coming by and, and sharing this, this wonderful music. Uh, there's so much great music out there, and especially the Hudson Valley. I mean, it must be something in the water. I don't know. But, you know, it seems like artists who gravitate to there uh, are inspired and create such great music. And we're so happy to share it with you each week on Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. I'm glad you're with us today. Uh, we have more great music coming up.